Welcome to the Health Connection, consciously inspiring your success. The podcast that will inspire you to achieve your optimal health and empower your mind. Where the integration of both East and West unite to give you tips, methods, and inspiration to live the life you desire. With your host, trainer and speaker, doctor of oriental medicine, licensed acupuncture physician, Tai Chi and Qigong instructor, Justin Fontanini. Get ready for an amazing show starting right now. Welcome back. This is The Health Connection. I'm your host, Justin Fontanini, where every day is a great day. Hope you guys are having a good day today. Uh, It's sunny down here in Florida. Hopefully it's nice weather where you guys are at. Hopefully you guys did something positive this morning, put something positive in your mind, had a great breakfast, got your mindset straight for a good day, good week, good month, good year. Hopefully everything's going to turn out for you. uh, We're going to continue today on the second part of the yin-yang symbol. To give you a little more insight so it's uh, more practical so you can integrate it to your life so you can create more harmony, more balance. Because that's what the yin-yang symbol is about, is about balance. Before we begin, I have a power statement for you today. And this one, I'm not sure where it came from. It could be one of those Chinese proverbs, but I I don't really have a title on it. But uh, this is the way it goes. It said, think about what others do not think about. Look at what others do not look at. Listen to what others do not listen to, and do what others do not do. So this is quite useful for us when we think about it. The uh, it's all about change. It's about upgrading ourselves, and we don't want to be the uh, the average person. We want we don't want to live the ordinary life. We want to live an extraordinary life. And the only way you're going to be extraordinary is if you do something different. If you follow the leader like a sheep. You're just going to be a sheep. If you want to be extraordinary, you got to do something extraordinary. And it starts it starts with what we think, what we see, what we listen to, and what we do. So this statement, think about what others do not think about. Look at what others do not look at. Listen to what others do not listen to. Do what others do not do. So it's about being different. And who's it for? It's for you. And as you become better, as you upgrade yourself, the only people that are going to benefit from it are all those that are around you. And as they get benefits from it, it's going to spread to whoever's around them. And so on and so on. And see how the upgrade takes place? So that way, the health scale of the community, the world, ourselves, it change. And that's where we'll start the talk today is about the health scale. So last time we talked about the, uh, the idea of yin and yang. And just a little quick recap... Yin and yang basically is the polarity of things. It's the positiveness and negativeness. It's the up and the down, the inside, the out, the hot, the cold, the rich, the poor, the male, the female, the daytime, the nighttime, the hot, the cold, the cool, the resting, the quiet, the active, the loud, the bright. You know, these type of concepts. And then once you catch the idea of yin and yang is like a polarity of things, we live in the, the world of yin and yang. This is the world of polarity. So everything here, we can find its opposite and everything in between. It's like a spectrum. So within hot or cold, we also have warm and cool. You know. So this idea, everything is like really like a spectrum. And then as we go through life, all these different aspects of yin and yang, how, how is it doing for us? How are we doing with our health? You know, How's our scale of health? Because essentially, when we have too many bad things, the, the scale is going to go lopsided and we're going to get into trouble. We're going to fall down and hurt something. So the idea, we don't want too many bad things. We want to have more of a positivity, you know, more good things in life so we can go that direction. Because if we have a scale 
that has positive and negative, we put too many negative things on that thing, we're going negative for sure. So anything, people, places, things, events, situations, circumstances, things with your health, things with your finances, as long as you got too much on that negative scale, you're going to experience all those things on the negative aspect, okay? And if we have so many things on the positive side, all the people, places, situations, circumstances, things, events, finances, money, health, relationships, they're all going to go onto that side because the scale is going to tip that way because you have so many good things going on. So like I mentioned in the, in the previous one, the part one of what is the yin-yang symbol, it's not that multivitamin that you take that's going to keep everything in good shape. You know, It's all those 50 negative things that you've done to throw your body out of balance and made you sick. So don't think just that one good thing you're doing. Oh, I, I'm taking a multivitamin. I'm I'm really proactive for my health. I should be okay. But in the meantime, you're overworked. You're stressed out. You're skipping breakfast. All you have is a donut coffee for breakfast. That's not breakfast. If you go to the ancient cultures around the world and you see the way they eat, they don't wake up and have coffee and donuts. You know, that is not balanced. They're both acidic. And if you're eating the commercial flour, it's refined with refined sugar. So you're getting no minerals, no nutrients, no vitamins, no phytochemicals, nada, nothing, zip zilch that is not food that is like a death sentence you eat that and i guarantee you after 10 15 years you're gonna have some weird problem you're not gonna wake up too happy so we got to find this yin yang balance in our life what is food what is real food what is fake food just because everybody around you is not eating real food doesn't mean it's a good thing and then we can throw that onto the negative scale with the stress with the negativity with the worry, with the lack of sleep, the lack of exercise, sitting inside in the air conditioning with radiation in front of the computer, and all these things go onto the negative side, and then it overpowers and the scale. It tilts that way, and then we get thrown off balance, and we get sick, and then we think the multivitamin was going to fix everything. That's only one thing. So on the positive side, if we wake up, we go outside, we look at the at nature, we see the beautiful blue sky, we see the, the green light, we take a deep breath and we do some stretching, we start to loosen up the body, we feel good, we go back inside, drink some water, we get some uh, you know good breakfast, we get whole grain, you know, sprouted grain toast, we get a couple eggs, we get some papaya, maybe you know something else, something else, but a complete breakfast. Not just acidic, acidic. We need some a balance of acid alkaline. You know, throw the fruit in there. Throw the vegetables in there. It's okay. A lot of cultures around the world I've seen, they've had, you know, eggs and papaya. That was their traditional breakfast with some, some rice and beans throughout Central and South America. If they've been doing it for a thousand years, it's okay. Our culture is still only a couple hundred years old. We're, we're an infant compared to the rest of the world so we got to look up to our big brothers around us in different cultures to see how they live see how they eat see how their health is and then and we can learn a quite a bit from them so if we put on the health scale all these positive things the good breakfast the water a little stretching we go outside and, and look at nature how pretty the you know scene is the environment with the blue sky the trees the different plants and the animals you know flying around and and then crawling on the trees and everything and we start to feel kind of at peace because nature is really quite quite peaceful to uh to watch to listen to to see you know so we can put that onto the health scale 
And if we start putting something positive in our mind, we read a little something positive, we got some uh, positive affirmation, we got our mindset set straight, and then pretty soon, you know, all these positive things, they start to pile up on the positive scale. And then all of a sudden, our scale, it starts going that way because we got, we got a lot of good things going. We got the good diet, the good mindset, the good exercise, we got good fluid, we got the water inside the body. All of a sudden, the scale starts to go that way. And it starts to manifest as more good things in our life. So you see how we can take everything we do in life and we just divide it right down the middle with yin and yang. Is it positive or negative? And then we take it, we put it there. We take it, we put it there. We take it, we put it over there. And then pretty soon we start to analyze. You know, I'm pretty good. I got a, a fair amount of good things. I got some bad things. Nothing's perfect, right? We can't be perfect all the time. We got to have fun in life. We got to live. We got to be active. But as long as we have more good things going on than bad things, we can counterbalance those bad things. If we have more bad things going on in our life, they're going to overpower, overcome, and overtake those little good things. You know, So we want a relative balance. We want to have more good to overpower the bad. It's kind of like an army. If you have a large army and a very small army, who's going to win? Probably the large army is going to win because they're going to overpower, outnumber, overtake the small army. And, the, and that's just the way it is. It's, it's the basic concept. You know, we just catch that and understand that this idea, we got to use the concept of yin and yang, the health scale. Put more good things on there to reduce the bad things so we can tip that way, become more of a positive-natured person with positive health, positive influences, good things. They have a lot of good things going for us. So if we analyze how we can, you know, look at our scale, what can we put on there? How's your stress load? Day to day, are you stressed out a lot or just a very small amount? I have patients, so I know. When the patients come in, I can tell right away by the way they communicate, the way they talk, the way they sit, the way they look at the clock every 5-10 minutes to see what time it is because they got to hurry up and get back onto the hamster wheel, the human hamster wheel. Or are we relaxed and very peaceful? I can tell those type of people too because they come in, they say, you know, I'm, I'm pretty stress-free. I, I feel pretty good, you know, everything seems pretty good in my life. I feel, I feel comfortable. I don't have a lot of pressure and intensity and stress. You know, my family is good, my works, my finances are cool. Okay, so obviously right away we can see we can put our emotions and our stresses right onto the health scale. If it's positive or negative, we can throw that there. Then we can start to look at our health. Do you have high blood pressure? Do you have high cholesterol? Do you have diabetes? Do you have a lot of arthritis? Do you have a lot of other issues and health problems? Put those on the negative side. I don't care if they're managed with medication or not. You still have them. You take away the medication, they're going to come right back. So if you have those, put them onto the negative side. But if you got good blood pressure, good cholesterol, good sugar, your weight is good, you have a lot of good energy, you don't have many problems with your health, Put that onto the positive side. So you can see right away we're starting to add up positive and negative, the yin and yang. Then let's look into the sleep. How is your sleep? Does it suck? Or is it pretty actually okay? If it's okay, go on the positive. If it's not good, go to the negative. Look at your digestion. How's your digestion? Do you have acid reflux? Do you have diarrhea? Do you have constipation, irritable bowel? Do you have Crohn's disease? Do you have all kinds of discomfort and pain, bloating, gases, gurgling sounds? Yeah, you know that you don't feel right, that something's just off. If you have more of those, go on to the negative side. 
If you have a good digestion, you feel good, no issue, no gas, bloating, pain, discomfort, acid reflux, no diarrhea, constipation, irritable bowel, put that on the positive side. And this, all these are very crucial because these are laying the building blocks of how your body is going to function. And if you can't understand completely, let's, let's look at a car. A person owns a car and they're always flooring it, driving really fast, wild and crazy, speeding up, slowing down. It's going to break down faster. That's like the emotions of stress, okay? And then if the, if the car, if you leave it in the sun all day long, it's going to have a problem with the dash and the paint compared to if you have it in the, in the garage or in the, uh, the shade. So the influence of like a car, however we take care of a car, the problems with the car, if it has leaking oil, bad brakes, if the windows don't roll up and down, the AC don't work, these are like symptoms of the human body, right? So the, the more the car gets all these problems, we don't want it. And the same for our health. The more of these negative things that happen to our health, we don't want that either. So I want you to have a concept so you see really clear. The emotions of stress, very important. The symptoms we have or don't have is very important. Our sleep, the way our digestion is, because the digestion, our microbiome, 70% of our immune system is in there. So if your digestion sucks, your immune system is coming from there. So it's not going to be optimal, okay? See how that all connects? So all these things I'm picking and choosing from are really crucial and important. How about the food? What do we eat? Do we have a good sound diet? Do we have good, good appetite? Do we eat organic food, more natural food? Are we eating all commercial food? Do we go out to eat all the time? You think restaurants really go out and buy the most expensive product in the highest quality? They're in the business for making money, number one. And if they can't make money, they're going to change something. So you're going to find out a lot of times they might go for the commercial products, you know, and these qualities are not so high. So if you go out to eat a lot, if you're eating more commercial food, more average food, it's not so good. If you're eating whole foods, natural foods, more fresh fruits and vegetables, beans and rice, wild meats, these are going to be more optimal. But if you're eating packaged, preserved, reconstituted, you know, they can sit on the shelf for two years, they can sit in the freezer for a long time, these foods, these partial products, that's not the most optimal. You want more optimal. You want more high-frequency, high-vibration food, more whole foods, more healthy foods, more real, like nature made it. If nature didn't make it that way, don't eat it. Don't eat this packaged, preserved, fake food additives, color-preserved stuff that you can microwave in 25 seconds. Don't eat that stuff. Eat real, wholesome food the way that nature made it. Okay, so food, now you can see it's clear. What do you eat? Put it on the scale. Is it positive or negative? And if you're like, well, I eat a mixture. Look at it and see, hey, I eat more good than not so good. Okay, put on the positive. If I eat more not so good than good, okay, put on the negative. The next one, what are we drinking? Are we drinking water? Are we drinking tea? Are we drinking vegetable juices or fruit juices that we juiced ourselves? They, they can't sit in the, in the refrigerator for a long time because they're so fresh. These are all good. Put them on the positive side. If we're drinking soda and coffee and energy drinks, put it on the negative side. You know, these are all acidic. Acid people, they, they, they're sick. Alkaline people are very healthy. You know, this, this idea, this concept, you know, check the liquids you take. Put them on the positive or the negative, okay? Just to give you a rough idea. So this is all going to add up onto our health scale, okay? Next one. How about the prevention of health? Do, do you do anything for preventing from your body breaking down and getting sick, okay? 
think about that. What do you do for preventing, you know, from getting sick? What do you do to prevent getting sick? You know, what are you doing for yourself, to yourself, with yourself? All these ideas. If you're doing something proactive for your health, put that on the positive side. If you don't even have the idea and you don't know, you know, what that means, put it on the negative side because if you're preventing from getting sick, you know what you're doing. If you don't understand that concept, it's because you're not doing anything in prevention to get, you know, from getting sick. So put that on the positive or negative accordingly, okay? Now, how about your good habits? Do you have a moderate life? Do you work, but you have some time to rest and enjoy life? Are you more of a positive nature person? Are you taking health food? Are you taking vitamins, herbs, minerals, nutrients, stuff like that? Any of these good habits, put that on the positive side. You know, addictions too. If you have an addiction to, you know, good health, hey, that's a positive thing to, to good exercise but moderate exercise. This is a positive thing too, okay? So whatever your your addictions are, if they're positive and they have a good benefit for you, put them over there. Even if it looks funny like an addiction, but it's okay. It's a positive one, all right? But on the bad side, bad habits, we can look at them. Is there an addiction to alcohol, to drugs, to sugar, to food, to negative things, people, places, events, and movies? Cigarettes. Do you over-exercise? You can't sit still. You can't stop. Who wants to buy a car with 300,000 miles on it? It's going to break down easy. If you run your body to the ground, you'll be in the ground. You can exercise, but there's a limit where you can overdo too. Everything needs a yin-yang balance. You can over-exercise. You can under-exercise. Some people, body types, they need more activity. Go with it, but don't overdo it. Some people, they're so underactive, they got to get off their butt, become more active. So get up and you know move it. So we got to find these habits. Also, uh, too much sex. If you if you blow, the Chinese call uh, the sperm and the body fluids from the the woman. Uh, these we call these the jing. The body runs on jing. It's like the life force savings account in your body. If you blow your jing from sex, 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 your life force is gonna drop, 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 and you're gonna age too fast. First sign when you blew all the jing from too much sex. You lose the arousal, you lose the libido, you can't get an erection anymore, you don't get excited anymore. Mentally you do, but physically the function, it went out the window because you overdid it, you overblew it, you overused it. And then as a consequence, just like spending too much money, when you spend all the money, it's gone, you can't buy anything else. When you blow all your jing, when you overdo the sex, you overbalance, it's too much. The consequence... It doesn't work anymore. So that's why preserve yourself. Don't overdo. Don't underdo. Find that relative balance. So if you look at your habits in life, if you got more negative ones, put a check mark on the negative side. If you got more positive ones, go to the positive side. So once you start to look at this, pretty soon you can kind of guesstimate, wow, I got I got 12, 15 things on the negative side. But you know, I got three or four positive ones. Well, the, the negative side is going to overpower the positive. But if you're on the other side, hey, I got about 10 to 15 positive things. I got three, four negative things. Yeah, maybe the positive things will outweigh the uh, negative things. So this is the basic concept. Have fun in life. Don't be too strict. Don't be too rigid. Enjoy. Go drink some beer or some wine sometime, but not too much. Go exercise, but not too much. Don't sit around too much. You know, we need to find this this balance. You can enjoy your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, but not every day, multiple times a day for years on end. 
you're going to wear yourself out just like you drive your car you get 50,000 miles, 100,000 miles, 250,000 miles. Once the miles add up, it's going to break down. It's just a matter of time. So same thing with the body. we got to find that relative balance, okay? So these I want you to get the concept for. And then we're going to go into a little bit more specific, okay? Let's talk about food. Now food is the fuel for the human body. See, the body, it runs on food. Without the food, we can die. And same thing without the liquid, without the water. Our body won't function properly. So we need food and water as a basis to make our body function properly. Without this, our body, it'll just break down. The quality matters though. So let's look at the quality. The quality of the food can be healthy food or unhealthy food. Basically with that concept, you can figure out yourself kind of what's healthy or not healthy. But if you haven't studied, if you haven't trained, if you haven't watched any documentaries on health, if you haven't read any books on health, if you haven't went to any workshops on health, the chances are you might not know that much about health. So you're going to have to start to become proactive and study and start to be responsible for your health by learning, by understanding and studying. So just like a car, a car, it runs on gasoline. That's the fuel. The human body, it runs on food. That's its fuel. But what kind of fuel are we putting inside? Are we putting refined food? White salt, sugar, flour, rice that's been refined and bleached, stripped of all the minerals and nutrients that we call empty foods. Are you eating empty food? Are you eating wholesome, rich, mineral abundant, phytochemical abundant, antioxidant abundant food? If you're eating that, hey, that's a good thing. So I want you to start to look at the food. What is the quality of the food that I'm eating? Is someone else cooking it for me? Has it been, you know, frozen and microwaved and reheated and everything? You know, or is it, hey, this is whole food, I cook fresh, and I made it fresh with my love, with my passion, and I'm enjoying it. What's going to have more of a health benefit? So the food, let's divide into yin and yang. There's only two types of food. One is acidic, one is alkaline. If you eat purely acidic food, too much meat, too much dairy, all these things, these grains, these beans, coffee, soda pop, energy drinks, if you take and consume all this acidic food, this acidic product, if you consume preservative, pesticides, chemicals, food additives, colorings, flavor enhancers, all these things, if you look on the ingredient list and you can't understand what it is, put it on the shelf and walk away. You should be able to read the ingredients and understand exactly what it is. And if it says something that you don't understand, look it up until you understand it because your fuel is coming from your food. Would you want to put sand or salt or sugar in your gas tank of your car? It's not going to run. You know it's going to destroy the whole car. Do you want to put acidic garbage trash in your body as a fuel? you got to think about this. So this is, this is how our health scale is going to tilt to positive or negative, okay? So the food is going to be acidic or alkaline. Alkaline food is going to be more fruits, more vegetables, these are going to have more fiber, more nutrients, more vitamins, more minerals. The alkalinity type of foods are going to be more cleansing, more detoxifying. But if we eat 100% alkaline, all fruit and vegetable, we're going to miss something. We're going to get sick too. So we do need some acidic. So we do need a yin-yang balance here. We do need protein. We do need some grains and some beans. Of course, some people do better with, with less. You know, Maybe you're following a very specific diet that doesn't have any grain or carbohydrate for some reason. Maybe you have uh, celiacs or a gluten sensitivity. You got to be very careful. So you got to choose more healthy food that's more alkaline, you know, 
to alkalize the body. So the alkalinity can heal the body. See what happens. Acidic food, if you consume too much, the blood is going to get sticky and thick. If you have more alkaline food, the blood has more of ability to circulate, to flow, to go through the body, through all the micro channels and micro capillaries, very smooth and easy. But if you have more acidic food, when that blood tries to move through, the small microcirculation of the capillaries is going to get stuck. And I learned something very specific recently from one of my teachers, one of my masters. He said, as you look at the aged, the older people, the very fine blood vessels, the microcirculation, the really tiny blood vessels and circulation that are on the surface of our body, the surface of our skin, when they get plugged up and the blood can't reach that level of circulation anymore, the skin starts to harden, it starts to dry, it starts to wrinkle, and it shows up as an aged face. So the idea of restoring your circulation, improving your micro blood flow, your micro circulation to everywhere, throughout the micro capillaries, everything, you'll maintain a youthful face. But it's not going to happen if you're taking acidic products too much. So the idea for the food, if you can eat 70 to 80% alkaline diet, 20 to 30% acidic diet. What's going to happen? Your your alkalinity is going to tip. It's going to become more alkaline. And your whole system will become alkaline. So the idea of a huge steak with no vegetables or just a potato, that's not balance. That's not the yin-yang balance. We lost the balance. So we got an idea of balancing the acid alkaline. Have more alkaline food, little bit of acidic food. You know, we got to keep this idea, this concept, because of fuel of the human is from our food and what we drink so i hope you catch the concept it's pretty interesting go study online you can catch more more idea you can look at some charts of acidic food and alkaline food but we want to be more alkaline that's going to tip our our scale of what we eat to the positive side if you have more acidic food more fried food more commercial food more fast food more junk food more hamburgers more chicken nuggets all these things with flour and dairy and grain and meat and, and, and fried stuff with fried oil. All this acidic, acidic, wash it down with a soda pop, you know, flush it down with coffee, flush it down with a, you know, a ice cream smoothie or, or whatever. When you do all that, the blood's going to be such poor quality. The human runs on the food. The food becomes the blood. So they have it saying in the ancient time. This is what it says. It says... It takes 30 mouthfuls of food to make one drop of blood. So when we think about that right there, you got to take 30 bites of food to make one drop of blood. That means right there the food came from or the blood came from the food. But what's the quality? Do you want one drop of shitty blood or you want one drop of high quality alkaline blood? Whatever you eat becomes the blood. And then and this is the way it goes from there. It takes 30 mouths of food to make one drop of blood. It takes 30 drops of blood to make one drop of jing. Jing can translate into, I guess we can call it hormones. It's a little bit more refined, a higher level than hormones, but the jing is getting stored within our brain and spinal cord in our endocrine glands, okay? So the jing is the most refined aspect of what we consume. So the body takes food and extracts, turns it to blood. Then a further extraction occurs that we make the jing. The, the refinement but if we're taking refined food with nothing inside then the blood quality is going to have like nothing and then if it tries to extract the jing from that little drop of blood it can't extract nothing so we want high quality food 
to make high quality blood. We want high quality blood to make high quality jing or essence as we call it in the Chinese medicine. Okay? So that concept, I want you to try to alkalize your body more because the the alkaline food becomes alkaline blood, becomes the alkaline character in nature and influence our, our thought in a positive way. Drink alcohol, your mind will get a little tipsy. Take too much sugar, your mind will get a little wired. Drink too much coffee, you, the caffeine will affect your mind. You'll get a little bit jittery, you know, some type of people get that way. So the food directly influences our thought and our mind. So if you're eating alkaline food, you're going to have alkaline mind. So the, the food, the fuel is very crucial, very important. And then the cleanliness of the blood. If you're taking a lot of acidic crap, your blood's going to be acidic. Of course, right away, we know you drink alcohol, you can take the blood and measure the alcohol. You can blow the breath, do the breathalyzer. You can see how much alcohol is you know, in your system. So once you drink it, it's in there. When you eat it, it's in there. When you consume it, it's in there. If it's alkaline, it's in there. If it's acidic, it's in there. The cleanliness or dirtiness of the blood. We want to keep very pure, very clean blood like a river. Imagine a river. It's got trash in there. Chemicals, oils been spilled in there. Runoff from the farm is in there. You got cans, oil cans, trash floating down there. You can't see it. It's all muddy and dirty. The water's trash. You got sewage floating in there. Why would you want your blood like that? So the blood is like a river. Don't put the trash in there, okay? Put the clean stuff in there. The more clean your blood, the healthier you're going to be. It has quite an impact. The blood is about 50% water. So why would you skip drinking water all day? You want dehydrated blood so the blood gets all sticky and thick. It can't move like, like maple syrup. Or you want the blood to flow like a, a clean river flowing down the mountain. You know, The blood quality, it can be hydrated or dehydrated. It can be thick and sticky. It can be very clean and clear and open, able to move and flow. So the quality of the, the food needs to be alkaline. Our intake of liquid needs to be alkaline. And then we've got to move this circulation with exercise. How's the blood flow going to move if we don't move? If we sit all day, the blood's going to pool in the body. It's going to stagnate. And if we do that year after year, the blood circulation get really poor. Toxins, acidic waste products are going to accumulate in the blood. And then it's going to cause a problem. So you've got to be very active. Very, very crucial. So the, uh, the bowel movement, let's talk about that. The bowel movement, that's the way we get rid of all of our waste and our toxins in our body, at least one of them. The other is the urination and also sweating. And through inhale, exhale, we exhale the CO2, carbon dioxide, and some toxins. But the large intestine is quite a, a, a big area to eliminate the, the waste from the body. If you don't go to the bathroom but every two, three, four, five days... Imagine taking the trash out of your kitchen every three, four, five, six, seven days. You got chicken skin in there. You got last night's salmon leftovers in there. You got some uh, moldy cheese that you found in the refrigerator that you threw in there. Yeah, I don't even want to go on, but you get, catch the picture. You leave that there, the kitchen's going to be smelling. So the more toxic you are in the colon, the more waste that gets reabsorbed, gets put in the bloodstream, goes in the lymphatic system. Chinese medicine's idea, you can tell by the person's body odor. So the more body odor aroma that comes off their body, off their breath, out their armpit, the more toxic and dirty, acidic on the inside of their body. So this philosophy, everything I'm sharing with you right now, it's the concept of yin and yang. It's the idea of yin and yang. So see how vast and how deep it goes to see our health of balance. 
Where is the balancing point? What is your balancing point? What is your tipping point? How can we find it? How can we make balance for ourselves so we can go through life a little more happy? You know, if you don't work, you're going to go on to one side because you won't have any money. You're going to be negative. You're going to be broke. You won't be able to buy healthy food. There's a problem there. But if we overwork and all we do do is work, we can't enjoy the money with friends and family and loved ones. You see, everything needs a relative balance. Very crucial. The sleep. The sleep's important because right now throughout history, the sleep pattern has changed more than ever. And there's a reason for that. Now we can come home and have light so we can stay up later than usual, which is okay. But then we got the TV, then we got the computer, then we got texting. We got all this new modern technology. Next thing we look at the clock, some patients literally call me. They call me, it's funny, I don't know how they call me. They call me like 5.30 in the morning, 6 in the morning. Oh, I didn't sleep last night. I was up watching this movie. I'm so tired. I'm not going to be able to come into my appointment at 9 o'clock. I'm thinking, you crazy person. Of course I love them, but, but you know, see, that's how the lifestyle goes. They're up all night long on the computer, watching the TV, texting, doing video games, whatever it may be. When They, they should be sleeping, but when you don't sleep, you lose that yin-yang balance too because your body heals when it sleeps, especially between 10 and 2 a.m., you know, it doesn't mean you have to go to bed at 10, but between 10 and 2, your body is doing a lot of healing and rejuvenation for yourself. And if you miss that, it's going to mess everything up. So the first thing, as soon as we lose our sleep and we stay up too late at night, you're going to start to be tired and fatigued. And as this one continues for months and years, the fatigue starts to go inward to cause the organs to be fatigued, to cause our glands to be fatigued. And then later it shows up on blood work after some years down the road. You see how that works? So it's quite interesting. So this idea, we got to keep that sleep balanced. Keep the bowel movement balanced. We need a, every day a good bowel movement. Every day good sleep. Sleep at night long enough. Okay? So the idea, this concept, understand your tipping point. Try to find your balancing point. Understand the concept of yin and yang, of good and bad of day and night, of sleeping and resting and working and activity, of exercising moderately with balance, not too much, not too little, of eating proper, don't eat too much acidic food, don't eat too much alkaline food. Find this, this concept. Let the idea of yin and yang become part of your living, a part of your understanding, part of your thought process. With that said, I just want to give you a little story real quick, and then we're going to close, okay? When I was younger... My, my father was introducing me to Chinese medicine and he was teaching me some of the, the foundations and concepts and theories. And then he asked one of the, uh, the Chinese doctors in, in, in our town where I'm from in Iowa. He said, you know, I'm teaching my son Chinese medicine and the, the philosophy, the understanding, all the concepts. But uh, I don't want to miss anything. Is there any tip you can give me to help me? So he can succeed to do better. You know what he said? He said just one simple statement. Teach him how to think. Then he'll be okay. As I say that, I think back to a quote from Henry Ford. I think it was from Henry Ford. It might have been Thomas Edison. One of those two guys. And I'm going to say it. I might not say it exactly, but the concept is there. It goes something like this. Thinking is one of the hardest subjects people can partake in. That's why so few do it. 
So to think, to really think, to be a good philosopher, a good a student, to be able to understand the concept of life, we need some training. Yin-yang, the concept of yin and yang, the philosophy of yin and yang, this can be our tool to teach us how to think. Because if we can't think, how can you make a correct decision? If you can't make a correct decision, how can you come out on top? If you can't come out on top, how can you feel good with yourself? If you can't feel good with yourself, how can you go through life in a positive way? See, they all connect. So philosophy, a concept, a tool, this symbol of yin and yang, the Taiji symbol, we use it to understand ourselves to become healthy, to travel through life in a more harmonious, more balanced way so we can succeed and hopefully you know, get through life and later look back and say, I feel very happy with what I did. Everything's cool. So, with that said, if you really like this podcast, go ahead and click the subscribe button. That way you can get future updates. And also, if you really, really liked it, leave a positive comment so others, they can be encouraged to empower themselves with this type of information. I hope you got something from that, and I hope you guys have a great day. And uh, enjoy the rest of the day. Smile, have fun. Lots of love. Take care. We'll see you next time.